The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Well, here I am, Craig Gray again, as you might have guessed, and you are on the Peace Walker podcast, episode number 19. So we are rocking right along. Um, I think this is coming out after the election, but uh, the election is tomorrow. I'm recording it just before the election. So it's interesting times, right? We just had Halloween a few days back, and uh, locally here was an incredible, uh, some incredible weather, so it was really cool. I know a lot of people chose not to go out trick-or-treating, totally understand that, and there's a lot of folks who chose not to uh, hand out candy. Many people just didn't do anything, and then uh, some folks left like a uh, bowl out with candy in it, and it looked like the kids were doing a pretty good job uh, being honest about how much candy they were taking. Ah, yes, wouldn't have happened that way in my day, but what are you going to do? But anyways, on to other things. Before I get into that, I just wanted to thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me today, and uh it's been a very interesting ride, as you well know, with everything that's going on. Even though Halloween is over, the tricks and treats and scariness of everything really is just continuing on. <laughs> we got a lot of things going on right now, don't we? We've got the election coming up, and that's been very crazy. And my guess is they're not going to probably come up with the answers to who won the election for days or maybe even weeks after the election is done. Time will tell on that, but with all the you know, mail-in ball- ballots and the absentee ballots and the voting early ballots that were distributed uh, into the, um, I think, county clerk's offices, and then obviously the day, the day of, which is tomorrow, at being at the polls, um, it'll be an interesting ride. It has been, obviously, for, for a while now, and this is no exception. But uh, so we've got, obviously, COVID still rocking the nation and the world. We're trying to figure out what to do with that. We've got varying levels of social unrest and unease or disease or disease or whatever you want to call it. So... We have a lot of things happening, obviously, that are affecting other things like our economy and, you know, our freedoms and the Constitution and everybody's fighting and uncertain. Our leaders are unclear. There is a lot to be concerned about right now, more so than many years in the past, probably aside from 9-11, which I don't think 9-11 was even this uh, chaotic, this tension, uh, uh, 
worthy, so to speak, tension worthy. I don't know. If that, I don't know if that's even even right. That's not what I wanted to say. But nine um, eleven definitely was very surrealistic. If you remember, and you were there at that time, if you were alive during those those time periods. But this seems different, and this um, definitely has been going on, I think, longer to this degree, and the amount of disruption that it has caused. And obviously we had 08, where we had the big crash, which caused a lot of anxiety as well, a lot of stress, a lot of tension, a lot of conflict, and so forth. Uh, and these are just the you know recent 20 years, not to mention the years preceding that, um, in our history, there's no shortage of conflicts. There's no shortage of polarization of our uh, belief systems and in politics and our philosophy and so forth. If you look at your history, you will see that this is probably more the state than the exception of what's been going on. There is always a lot going on. And right now, we're just in the thick of it more so than we have been in um, recent past. So with everything that's been going on, and there is so much information on all of it, we are inundated with constant barrage of information, opinions, drama, experts from all ends of the spectrum, Everybody very passionate about what they believe and trying to influence others and so forth. It's really difficult to know where you stand. It's also incredibly important to know where you stand, especially now. So it's really a great time for those of us who are on this path of being a protector, what I call peace walker, to really double down on clarifying where do you stand on things and why. And unfortunately, we've got to make these decisions with not knowing everything that's going on, of being unclear about many things around us because we're not getting good data. Our leaders are confused. Our leaders are not working together even more so than they typically typically do. The information is out there. Basically, anything you want to believe, you can find information to support it or challenge it. It's really hard time to get a good bead on who you are, what you stand for, because we're in the middle of a social environment that is not giving any of us really clear indication on cohesively how to do that and what to do with that. So you really have to be clear within yourself and confident and skillful. And I'm not talking about, you know, posting anything up on your Facebook or doing a tweet about it. You don't even, you know, really need to take a selfie and post it up on Instagram or have a, a cool sounding meme. Um, I'm tired of seeing the bumper stickers. I've had it with the lawn signs about whatever political views that you are supporting or philosophical views. Um, everything from virtue signaling to 
bullying other people to, you know, just stop. Rather, why don't you just live what you believe? Lead by example. You'd be surprised on the difference that you make by leading through example. If you're confident, you don't you may not have to yell, <laughs> right? Yell out there. I think when people are yelling louder, it often is trying to cover up their insecurities or their fears. Be confident in who you are. Be confident in what you stand for and know the reason why. It's really hard right now because we are drowning in a sea of confusion. I think part of it is, well, there's a lot. I mean, this this conversation I could ramble on for a very long time. And you probably don't want to hear that, and I probably don't want to hear it either. So this idea of being clear, being confident, doesn't come at the expense of being humble, being compassionate, having grace, and extending that grace to other people because of your convictions. That's one of the cool things that our country is supposed to stand for is this idea of freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of how you live, obviously not at the expense of others, but that's being challenged right now too of what does that mean of not being at the expense of others with the COVID scares and so forth of, you know, everybody's very concerned about infecting other people or getting infected and what does that really look like? And, you know, you talk to this group and, well, hey, it's just like the flu. And you talk to that group and it's like, no, it's much worse. Um, More lockdowns possibly coming, more restrictions, um, infringements upon our, our rights. But this is not uncommon. And we're in varying levels and varying states of emergencies, whether some people believe them or not is up for debate as well. But collectively, we are very we are in very unstable times, um, societally, politically, philosophically. So it's really more important to understand where you stand. And be confident that you can figure out all the challenges that life throws at you. Because that's, I think, a big part of our anxiety, too. It's, you know, we, we are used to whatever status quo is, and we know how to deal with that. And there's this intrepidation of, well, what happens if life throws me a curveball that I can't handle? So I want to so fight really hard to stay where I'm at because I know what those things are. I know what those demons will provide me and challenge me with. So I know how to fight that. I know how to manage that, whether it's in your career, whether it's your relationships, whether it's just, heck, nowadays, it's just going out and meeting, meeting with people. There's a certain amount of increased stress when you're meeting people because it's like, well, 
Do I shake hands? Do I not shake hands? Do they expect me to shake hands or not? Do I wear a mask? Do I not wear a mask? If I wear a mask and they're not, you know, what do I do? Um, and a lot of people, I think, will poo-poo those ideals of like, well, it doesn't really bother me. And I would say you're lying because it does come with a certain amount of stress of just not knowing socially what to do. We don't want to, well, how do you want to sign it? You want to get along with people, but you don't know exactly how to do it. You want to categorize folks, like it or don't. We're, we're, we, are, we are a people of categories, right? We like to know what we're dealing with. It's a defense mechanism. It's a socialization mechanism. And all those things are up in the air right now. And that creates even more stress as if we need it anymore. So, back to my original statement. The tip, trick, and tactic of the day is know where you stand. Know who you are and what you stand for and why. Have the skills and the clarity inside of you to know that you can improvise, adapt, and overcome anything that life throws at you. And to do it with a certain amount of humble appreciation, and compassion. Extend grace to yourself and other people. Listen to them, especially if they have different views. Try to better understand and connect with them. You might learn something. It may help all of us get through this and on to something bigger. Because we have to remember that we're all in this. Together, like it or not, now keep in mind, I don't have to explain this to you, you know, being in this together doesn't mean we're all going in the same direction together. You know, you might not believe it when I say that you are a beacon that other people look to for guidance by the way you live by who you are, not so much by about the signs you put in your yard or the Facebook post. That's really a thin veneer, but really how you act, how you treat other people, how you carry yourself, what you do, not just in the good times, but in the bad times, what you do when there's stress, what you do when there's conflict, and how you na- navigate that and manage that. Because we're all leading and following simultaneously. So we have to make it count. So there is your kind of lengthy tip, trick, and tactic. Let me, let me summarize it for you. Do some soul searching. Don't live in fear. Understand who you are and what you stand for. Have some rationale behind that. Be confident in it. So confident that you can be the nicest person in the room because you know who you are what you stand for, and that you have the skills to deal with any conflict that comes your way because of it or because there's maybe people that oppose you. Be that humble, cool, confident person that people look to for stability and guidance because of who you are and that you treat people with dignity and respect even if you don't agree with them. So I know you're going to hear this late, So I would say get out and vote, but you probably already have, hopefully, uh, because you won't be hearing this before the elections. So 
All right, gang, that's all I have for you for today. I will talk to you later and keep going. One last thing before I go. If you'd like to follow me on my journey of being a peace walker, living a protector's lifestyle, and basically how I've learned over the years to protect myself and have other people's backs and live a safer, more powerful, confident life, then go to peacewalkersubscribe.com and register for my almost daily email. And in doing that, you are all, you're also going to get a free Street Smart Survival Guide. And that is a guidebook that I wrote. It's 37 pages long, and it will give you the most common street scenarios, types of attacks and threats that you find out, hopefully not, but <laughs> that you could run across out in everyday life in the street and a simple defense to them. So it's a good way of starting this journey of being a protector and a peace walker and living the lifestyle, living the lifestyle of a protector. So there you have it, peacewalkersubscribe.com. And you can join me in my journey or I'll shoot an email right to your inbox a few times a week, giving you tips, tricks, and tactics, and fun little stories, fun little adventures. <laughs> All right, gang, thanks so much. We'll see you next time and keep going. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.